Here comes Short and Sweet Parenting Tips. So, we are here with Short and Sweet Parenting Tips, the second aspect of team family called the Nitty Gritty Part 2. I have my husband Robbie here again. Hi everybody, thanks for joining us again. And we're going to discuss more activities that might spark some ideas for your own family. Don't miss the first part of this series on the big picture approach to creating a team atmosphere in your family. <laughs> it's time for kids' activities. Yay! <laughs> I have a funny riddle for you. Actually, most of these riddles come from my girls, so I figure you'll like them too. The question is, what do you call an alligator who wears a vest? This is a tricky one, and I couldn't figure out the answer myself. While you think it over, draw a picture of an alligator in a vest. See you all at the end, and I'll tell you the answer. Then maybe you can draw another picture of the answer. In part one, we talked about the importance of traditions to our kids and talked about a few activities we do regularly, like a movie night and setting aside time for family bonding. So that kind of segues into a game night. And I know that some families I know have like a pizza pizza and game night, say on Friday nights. We I don't think we've had a regular game night necessarily, but we do try to make space to play games as a family. Yeah, we didn't have a regular game night. I mean, we've had different seasons or different times where we would, you know, maybe go three or four months and play, uh, you know, games once a week or something like that. That's it. Just kind of as things went. So. And there's cooperative games as well as competitive games. And I admit I get kind of competitive mostly because Robbie's so good at games that I, I just really want to have some bragging rights to beat him now and then. So I get a little competitive, but there are non-competitive games. Yeah, I think the non-competitive part is really uh, important, especially when they're young, because it's really hard for them to win, you know, if it's games of skill versus games of chance, right? So to get them in a non-competitive way where they're learning teamwork and learning how to work with each other to win the game, I think that's really important. As they get older, then it it becomes a little easier uh, to kind of play competitively with them and that they will still enjoy the game. You know, cards and that sort of thing, and dominoes, those were much later in, in our girls' lives than when they were early on. We really want to focus on more cooperative-type games. And I, I do want to point out, there's someone in our family who's not a huge game player. We try to find games that all of us would enjoy and also mix up the activities so it's not just doing an activity that three of us enjoy and and one of us doesn't enjoy. Are there any other traditions or any other activities you can think of that we want to cover before we go on to family dinners? You know, it's as we've said, they kind of change over time, and and some of the things that we do uh, have changed. So, you know, lately we've been really focused on trying to camp once a month. So for like the last year and a half, two years, we've been trying to do a camping once a month. That wasn't something that we did early on uh, with our kids, but now they're older. And so they can enjoy, you know, being out in the woods and and sleeping in a tent overnight and having that experience. And we as parents can enjoy it because the kids are more independent. When you have smaller kids, I, I think that this was the reason that it intimidated me was it's so much more work with smaller kids. You have to watch them around the fire. The jobs can be divided more equally because our kids are older. So, but I think that we missed a lot of years not camping. And part of that was, I believe, where we lived. 
there wasn't a lot of great camping in a lot of the places where we lived yeah. and, and weather that would be nice for camping. So I would say if you live in a place that's conducive to camping, uh, I would go for it. Get out there. See some Get outdoors. Out Get out there. Be in nature. So family dinners. Is that where we're at? Yes. Okay. Family dinners. In episode 13, I really covered the advantages of this. I would love for you to go have a listen because I was surprised at all the advantages to having family dinners, especially to to kids, their mental and, and physical health. We try to have family dinners, which means we're sitting down and eating at the same time and phones put away. Yeah, I mean, it's important to carve that time out uh, because it's really easy to go sit and watch a YouTube video or to get caught up in whatever it is that you're doing and not come back together as a family. So we really try to meet together as a family over dinner and to have just some slow time to talk about the day, to see how everybody's doing, to talk about what we learned, right? So we always try to share one thing that we learned during the day because we believe in a, a fostering lifelong learning and curiosity and so we want to make sure that we're, we're green and growing and that we're we're always trying to learn something new so we have to model that so we talk about what we learn new each day and I don't know if you want to talk about the other thing that we do yeah well first back uh, on what we learned both of our girls like to read we've had to kind of give some guidelines on what you've learned because it can't be fictional like I learned that my character had a cousin or whatever, you know, we, we kind of, our criteria is it has to be something real that you've learned. So that just wanted to add that on. The other discussion item is uh, what we're thankful for. And, and that came out of a season of maybe focusing on too much negative and some of us taking for granted the good things that were happening in our lives. So we really wanted to focus on there was something good that happened today. And so that's kind of where the thankfulness. And uh, I also did a podcast series on gratitude and the health, the physical and mental health of gratitude is huge too. So, I mean, I think it's really easy for someone or for a kid to get wrapped up in their day-to-day drama and lose sight of all the positive things that are in the world and that we experience in our day-to-day lives, right? And so expressing verbally what you're thankful for just really helps people center themselves. And it could be something completely frivolous, like being thankful that you had a straw in your Starbucks coffee, right? Who knows, right? It could be completely frivolous, or it could be something that's really significant, like, hey, being thankful that everybody is healthy in your family, Pointing out things to be thankful for, big and small, is really important uh, for you, and it's really important for your kids because there's just there's a lot to be thankful out there, and we can generally find something each day that we're thankful for, even if it's just the sun shining or the smell of the flowers or whatever, right? So that was all the that was all the activities I was thinking of to share, and I I I don't know. Do you have anything else that comes to mind in our discussion? No, I think that's probably enough for folks to kind of think about and, and dig in on. And I I mean, I'd be really interested if folks were to throw out some of their family traditions and things that they Definitely. do and that they find valuable uh, in, 
and how they set up their their day-to-day activities with their family and throw that down there because you know you can always learn and pick up new ideas many of these ideas that you've heard are are not new they're not our ideas that we or you know look at us we, we came up with these we you know read about them or heard about them or found them uh, in other forums and so we found them very useful and, and brought them into our household so or we heard an idea and kind of it it caused us to brainstorm and think of well how would that look how would that look for us and and um even the Sunday evening family movie, that could be any day a week. I think it used to be like a Monday or Tuesday. And then it Taco just landed. Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Oh, we did have a Taco we Tuesday. We did have Taco Tuesday. Yes, that's right. Um, so when we lived in Norfolk. Norfolk, Virginia. Yeah. Yes. we There was a awesome restaurant that had $1 tacos Dollar on tacos Tuesdays. tacos on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesdays. Yeah. I don't know what you had, but I was having tacos. <laughs> Tuesdays is... Combining taco and Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Indeed. Yeah, so every Tuesday night, we would go have tacos. So that became a tradition during the one year we lived in Norfolk. So, yeah, it, it, it just, it's it's brainstorming and maybe some of our ideas spark some ideas for you all. But like Robbie said, you know, we have a discussion on short and sweet tips facebook page if you all have family traditions you'd like to share okay how are all the kids doing with making pictures of alligators and vests you ready for the answer to the riddle of what do you call an alligator wearing a vest it's an investigator get it in vest a gator <laughs> i thought that was a cute one if you're not sure what an investigator is they are like a detective so if you still have your drawing supplies out maybe draw a picture of an alligator who is a detective come back next week for a new series on reducing anxiety in your home during the pandemic that's it for this week of short and sweet parenting tips fresh ideas and bite-sized portions <laughs>